Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Is it still a miracle because you beat the Russians? Is that all you care about? I don't know. Maybe I'll ask my buddy DK. Dan Kovacevic from DK Sports in Pittsburgh joins me now. DK, how are you? All right. I can finish that story because Herb Brooks coached here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. And he's told the story many times about how he walked into that locker room before the game against Finland Yeah, and said, if you lose this game, boys, you will regret it. The rest of your lives, you will you will take it to your blanking graves. <laughs> that's a so it, Herbie made sure they were all business. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, and that's a great story. But to the average American fan, in your opinion, did they need to get the gold, or was the significance beating Russia? Was that was that miracle? I believe that the significance of beating Russia would have really, really waned if you had not been able to refer to them as gold medalists. Gotcha. Uh, The whole game would have been seen as even more of a fluke than it is still seen. And that wouldn't have been right. And that would have damaged the legacy of it to the point that, I mean, in the United States, that game, that event tops almost every list of sporting events in the century. And think about that, you know, hockey in the United States versus, you know, Muhammad Ali boxing or, you know, you know, anything related to football or baseball. I DK, before you joined us, I, I, I said it's the most significant sporting event of my lifetime, and I don't think second is close, and I'm not even American. So it, it was just, uh, it transcends sports. It really did. It had no borders. But we got to get to the Penguins because it's, it's a messy situation, and I, I've thought a lot about how I wanted to start this conversation. And I think i got to get to the root of it. And for me, DK, that is path you know 
when you what is the path for this club when you when you bring in a new general manager he's got to chart a course okay are you going forward or are you going backwards well as soon as you make the carlson deal you are pot committed all your chips are in you are going forward you've added to the core and you think you've got one or two more runs in you and then it doesn't happen and now we don't know and to me i said you're kind of in nowhere land it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to go forward maybe but if you went back and you're still financially committed to these core players uh, what are their last years going to look like is there a reasonable answer to the question what is the logical path going forward for the pittsburgh penguins yeah i can give it to you in one word boom okay it, it's boston I, i've looked yeah? at the bruins and the way they handled their core guys for the longest time okay now in fairness here, for full context, the Bruins did not win another Stanley Cup with that group, but boy, did they ever give themselves a chance to Karaskas, Dano Chara, Patrice Bergeron, Brad Marchand, because they brought in, you know, a Charlie McAvoy. They brought in Coils. They brought in guys who came in and could play who were younger because they continued to preserve their, their younger assets. They made moves to make sure that their legs were still moving. Uh, the Penguins didn't do that this year. What they added, as you said just now, uh, they, they added more 30-year-olds. And I don't know that that's ever worked for anybody. <laughs> okay? So what, what you have here is, is, a, is a situation where these guys have a good camaraderie. They have a good chemistry. They, they try. They really do. And then inconsistent things happen because that's what happens when you have either an older athlete or an older collective of athletes. And so you can look at the remarkable season that Sidney Crosby is having, you know, on his own merit and say, wow, this is, this is everything Pittsburgh should have needed. And then you look at their goaltending, which has been terrific. Five top five in the league. That was supposed to be their main worry. Remember? And Tristan yes. Jari and Alex Andelkovich have both been really good. All that occurred here was that the older collective couldn't maintain any semblance of consistency. Yeah, but where where it goes off course, DK, is that the 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 future of the Boston Bruins was defined by two young stars in David Pasternak and Charlie McAvoy. They were both mm-hmm. first round draft picks. I mean. Jim Rutherford traded her, your first away for about seven years, so we knew this day was coming. I, um, it was it was yeah. inevitable. Yeah. You were never going to be able to support the aging core when the youth wasn't going to be there to be the next level. That is completely correct, and that's what everyone in Vancouver is about to find out. Jim <laughs> will sell his soul for a Stanley Cup, okay? Jim will sell anything outside of his wife and his young son for a Stanley Cup. Jim will do that. Uh, no one in Pittsburgh has a pang of regret over what Jim did to get the Penguins those cups in 2016 and 2017. Uh, I thought that one of Dubas's more interesting remarks yesterday, and actually more damning, I thought, toward the, the group that's here, was that no matter what happens, even if the Penguins were to beat Montreal tonight, beat Philadelphia on Sunday, sweep through their Western Canada trip next week and just look like they're sky high, he still, and he insisted on this, would not give up trade capital to help this roster. 
that's how sold he is that they're toast, okay, <laughs> that he could say that publicly. That, that, that's tough. Um, let's, let's tackle the, the 800-pound elephant in this conversation. And maybe you answered it already, DK, when you said, you know, aging players tend to be inconsistent. But there's no way we could have anticipated that the power play would have been this bad this year. No. And it has not improved. Some would argue it's gotten worse. And I watched the other night. They just passed it around the perimeter with seemingly no idea what they wanted to accomplish till the crowd got angry, and then they just took a flailing shot. Um, why has it failed so badly this year? And is there any reason to think it is going to improve in the near term? No, not at this point, which is nuts. Look at the people. Actually, yeah. look at the people on their second unit. They've got, they've got Evgeny Malkin and Eric Carlson at times on their second unit. Okay. That's how much talent is here. And they've had to address it to try these short term fixes, bringing up a minor leaguer who just has a certain role and they put him on the top unit. And after he's done asking for autographs, he goes out there and tries to fit in. It's, it's, uh, it's, you said it gotten worse. It's in the 57 year history of this franchise. It's the worst. It's a 13%. The only the closest next closest one was when the, where the penguins were an expansion team in 1967, 68. Uh, that's how bad it's become. Why has it been that way? I feel like if you're going to acquire a Carlson, you have to do things to adjust to him, boom. Uh, he's not going to adjust to you, not out of stubbornness, but just there's a certain way that he's played. There's a certain way that he's excelled, that he put up 101 points in San Jose last year. He will find you in the slot. He will find you in front of the net. But guess what has to happen for that to occur? You've got to go there. And He's out there with uh, Sid and Gino and other guys who, as you said, have been kind of functioning on the perimeter for a long time, and they don't have a Patrick Hornquist here anymore. They don't have anybody in the solar system of a Hornquist here anymore. So it's a lot of things probably didn't get fully thought out when it came to this power play. Amazing. Um, so if you can't go forward, can you go back? I mean, could you actually move Gensel? I refuse to believe it's going to happen, but some people believe it will. Uh, do you think that's realistic at this point? I think there are a lot of assets they can move and would like to move before they move Jake. My understanding for a long time now has been that their preference is to sign Jake. Uh, if you're going to keep Sid, and they certainly are, and you're going to say, hey, our goal here is to you know, win with Sid, to win for Sid, and you're going to take the best left winger that he's ever had and send him out of here on his prime, you're not going to have a better hockey team, and you're not going to have a better version of Sid. So it, it really doesn't make sense to do that. You could move. Oh, boy, it's a long list. Boom. It's, you know, it's uh, Ricard Raquel. It's... Brian Rust, who has a no-movement clause, but you know how those things are. Uh, Goaltending, as I mentioned, is something that almost every team in the NHL covets. The Penguins have two of those. Actually, they have three because they have a young prospect in Woodrow Blomqvist, who is an AHL All-Star, who they'd feel very comfortable moving up. I do think you'll see goaltending move out of here. Um, you know, beyond that, the idea of the the really, really big names or whatever are absolutely out. And Jake, as you said. 
is kind of the one that's sitting in the middle because he's also unsigned. He could be a free agent this summer. That's man, hard decisions. I got two more, and I gotta I, I gotta throw at you before I let you go. Uh, Jake's number the big one. one, boom! Jake's the big one, 40, 40 goal scorer. You know, he's yeah. Jake's thirty in the bank, and you don't have a lot of those in the National Hockey League. And, and he's, if anyone who thinks it's just Sid who's made that happen uh, has not watched Jake. This is a very, very good hockey player. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, for sure. It, it's tough, but, I, but it goes back to my original comment. I think I thought originally, as soon as you make the Carlson move, you're pot committed. You can't go back now because what would the next few years look like if you tried to reverse course? And I, I, I don't know what that answer is. But I did want to ask you, I said on the show yesterday – after watching the Islander game, uh, I don't blame any of this on Mike Sullivan, but they showed him several times on the Penguins broadcast on Tuesday night behind the bench. Uh, he looked like he was wearing this season on his face. I don't know if he feels like he's tried everything and he can't get anything to work or what it is, but it looks like this season has taken a toll on him. How do you think he has handled the losing? You are you're more dead on than I can possibly imagine for somebody from your distance from the team. It's, it is. It's, it's tough on him. He's also done some things, and he's being criticized around here pretty heavily, uh, that have put himself into a position uh, of, of feeling some of that because he's made decisions. He's still throwing 39-year-old Jeff Carter out there for a regular shift. Why? Why? When your GM says yesterday in public that the main thing that we need to do is to get younger, and you're playing Carter – more than you are a younger, exciting kid like Valtteri Pustinen, who you saw score the other night against the Islanders. He's got a real good hop to his legs, 24 years old. And they don't have much young talent, but they also don't use it. Their best player the other night against the Islanders was Drew O'Connor, another kid. He got fewer shifts than Carter did. What are you doing? You know, at some point there has to be, boom, and this might be the best way to wrap this up, there has to be a full reckoning. That doesn't mean a full rebuild. That doesn't mean a blow it all up, and that doesn't mean at all that any of the core or Carlson are going to be going anywhere. But it does mean there has to be a full understanding of what that, how did you put it, which word you used? Path. What is yeah. that path, and how do they get to it? And then from there, how do they commit to it? Because it's so unpenguins like you know? Yeah. Amazing. Okay, and last one. We debated this on Tuesday on the show. Maybe the hardest question in okay. hockey now. If Sid's contract expires and the team is going nowhere, where does his loyalties oh. lie? He seems like a fiercely loyal guy. Does he want to retire a Penguin, or would he want to pursue winning somewhere else? Sid uh, is, a, is a Penguin to the absolute bone. Sid is yeah. a Pittsburgher to the absolute bone. And Sid, and if, if anybody wants to roll their eyes at that, they can. They just don't know him. I'll also tell you this, Sid and his family and everybody are very, very, very focused in their own quiet, subtle way on his legacy. And when he sees the scene that we had here over the weekend with Yaramir Yager uh, and knows everything that went into that whole Yager melodrama to get him you know, how many years later, almost 15 years later, to finally, quote-unquote, come back to Pittsburgh, he sees you know, Mario's legacy here. He sees that, you know, that the really great players uh, 
and it's rarer than ever now, stay with one franchise or identified with one franchise. I could never see Sid putting on another sweater. I can't either, but I mean, he wants to win. And at some point, the organization has to start over as well. It's a fascinating conversation. By the way, 30 seconds, I, I, I have to ask you, how much different is Yager today or seemingly more comfortable being Yager than early in his years in Pittsburgh? He's, he's, I can answer this one confidently and quickly. He is no different. He has not aged or matured, and I say that lovingly, one bit. Yeah. Okay. He's the same kid he was here that he ended up in Calgary, that he ended up in Siberia and whatever. He's the same exact person. There. Really? How about that? I thought so, it was yeah, just I thought child. he was I thought he was kind of socially awkward at the start and uncomfortable in certain situations and now he feels like the coolest guy in the room. I thought he just got no, comfortable being a, a super He's been an overgrown child since the day he came through our tunnels and and, and has never changed. Uh, God I, bless again, him. I say that in the best possible way. Awesome. DK, thank you so much for the time, as always. Enjoy the game this evening. All right, boom. Thanks, man.